Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. talk with Dean Weingarten from Amalan.com. Let's talk about Finland. Finland having just joined the uh, joined NATO and uh, other things. Tell, let's, let's tell me about what we're finding out in Finland. Well, Finland and Sweden for many decades were neutral. And part of the reason for the neutrality is they wanted to signal to the old Soviet Union that they were not a threat. Finland fought the old Soviet Union in what was called the Winter War from late 1939 until early 1940. Uh, And the Finnish mostly citizen-soldier army uh, managed to grind a huge Soviet conscript army to a halt and they lost, uh, they had about 68,000 casualties, and the Soviets had over 300,000. And it was because the Finns were desperately fighting for their own country and their own land, and the Soviet conscripts were poorly led and were mostly uh, 16 and 17 year olds who didn't know much about what they were doing. And so Finland lost about 11% of its. Um, western border and but they managed to stay independent which was what they were trying to do and so when after World War II they stayed neutral but they they kept the citizen soldier model there's mandatory military service uh, first it was two years then I think it went to one um, and so all adult men in Finland are trained to serve in the military. And during the Soviet era, they made sure that everybody was trained in the use of small arms and other tactics because the terrain favors uh, infantry in the border between Finland and the Soviet Union. There's virtually no roads. There's a lot of swamps, a lot of forests, a lot of lakes. It's hard for uh, mechanized units to make it their way through that kind of terrain. So up until the year 2000, they had about 2,000 rifle ranges scattered throughout Finland. Now, if you recall, the Soviet Union fell apart about 1990 or so. Well, it only took about 10 years for the more dubbish Swedish or um, Finnish politicians to start neglecting and shutting down and closing these rifle ranges. And by, let's see, last year, um, they had only 600 ranges left. Well, they got a shock when Ukraine was invaded by Russia. And they realized that just because the Russian Federation had a different name than the old Soviet Union didn't mean they couldn't be just as aggressive and as nasty a neighbor as the old Soviet Union had be, had been. So they elected a different government, and the new government started building up ranges again, and they hoped to get up to 1,000 ranges uh, by 2030, and they hope to be opening about 300 new ones, uh, not new ones, probably mostly restored uh, by the end of, uh, I think, next year. And so 
for a decade and more, well, for actually about, what was it, 30 years, they essentially forgot the hard lessons they had learned in the Winter War in 39 and 40. Well, actually more than 40 years, about 60 years. I mean, the old generation that had fought in that war had died off. And well, probably every school child in Finland knows the history of Simo Haya, if I pronounce that right, it's called the White Death. He was one of the most successful snipers in history. Right. Uh, during three months of the Winter War, he killed 500 Soviet soldiers. Eventually wounded and almost killed himself, but uh, his, he had, his body had been piled with a bunch of uh, dead Finnish soldiers, and one of his people from his unit went looking for him, and they noticed a, a leg moving or something, and it was uh, Haya in this pile. He'd been hit in the face, uh, probably with a 7.62 by 54 rifle round, but they managed to patch him up and reconstruct his face, and he never went back to combat, but he survived. I think he was in his 90s when he finally died. Uh and they all know that story. And they train extensively in small arms and riflery, camouflage, uh, you know, being able to survive when the other guy has advantages in air power and in mechanized and armor. And they train to fight against essentially the Russian forces. So... They have about 900,000 people in reserves in Finland out of a population of 5.5 million. But I don't think they have enough arms to arm those uh, 900,000 because only uh, while they have uh, about a million civilian-owned arms altogether in Finland, uh, they only have about 430,000 people who are licensed to own arms. So those that million arms is divided among 430,000 people. And there's probably a shot, lot of shotguns and a few pistols in there. I guess it's better than nothing. But you'd want them to have either modern sniper rifles and maybe pistols, or you'd want a lot of them to have drones. And they're probably working up to uh, developing those capabilities because they let things kind of slide for 60 years. Well, at least since the uh, year probably 1990 when the Soviet Union started falling apart. Um, and what I mentioned in the article, as you know, I spent several months over three years in Australia. Right. Well, as I traveled around Australia, you would see things. I'd take pictures of them, like gun club road but there wasn't any gun club there anymore or rifle range road or uh, uh, the gun gun club room in a pub and they had uh, pictures of the members of the club and their shooting and everything from 40 50 years ago but they weren't active any longer and what we've seen is that over the last well, well let's say um 70 years since the end of World War II, the uh, people have been convinced that they don't have to be prepared for another war because it's never going to happen to them. So in Finland and in Australia and even in the United States, we've seen a degradation of the facilities that were meant to keep citizen riflemen in good condition to allow them to train. Even in my own old hometown, we used to have a 600-yard National Guard range. It was a, it's a beautiful hey, facility. Let me get you to hold up. Time. Let me get you to hold up right there. We're going to we're going to continue this when we get to the other side. This article is the latest one to be published at Amoland.com, uh, along with 2,400-plus others that he has there waiting for you. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load.
What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com gcnfood.com Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 212 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Talking to Dean Weingarten, talking about Finland and uh, talking about ranges. And uh, so back back to Finland and the ranges. I'm going to end up by saying, you know, Finland has some of the highest rates of firearm ownership in Europe. About almost 10% of the adults own firearms. For Europe, that's a lot. In the U.S., we start at about 30%, and the estimates are it could be higher. Uh, so 
they are better off than most European nations, but they're a tiny little country. They only have the population of Wisconsin, and they're trying to uh, stand off against the Soviet Union. So it makes, not the Soviet Union, excuse me, the Russian Federation, which has, you know, many times their population and military might. And that explains why they joined NATO. Now, to go back to my old hometown in Wisconsin, we have a National Guard unit there, and they had a 600-yard rifle range. It was a beautiful facility. But during one of our Democratic governor, um, in you know when a when a Democrat governor, it was Tony Earle, was in charge of the executive branch in Wisconsin. Uh, they destroyed that facility. They didn't just shut it down. The excuse was that a snowmobiler in deep winter snow had gone up over one of the berms and fallen into the pit on the other side. You know, the pit where they would move targets up and down, things like that. And they said, well, that's a danger, so we will destroy the facility. It makes no sense. They could have put up a couple of signs, and it would have been a better solution. But they took it as an excuse to destroy this fantastic facility. One of, I think there's only a couple others in the whole state that goes 600 yards. And the excuse is, well, we don't need rifle ranges. People don't really need to shoot anymore. Or if we do, we can send them down to Fort McCoy to learn. I thought it was stupidity at its height. And it was based on this premise that nobody's really going to cause problems in the United States. You know, war is obsolete. I mean, it's just silly. But I've seen it in several countries. Well, I've seen it in Australia, and now we see it that it had happened in Finland. And I'll bet you that there are other countries in Europe where ranges have been routinely degraded as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see it in England, for example. So that's uh, the story. I found it very interesting that Finland is starting to focus on being ready for military confrontation. And they even quote, I think it was Bismarck who said it, that if you want peace, prepare for war. And that has been true as long as people have been around. And it's still true. Well, you know, uh, uh, European countries are notorious for not heeding that warning, though. Oh, yes. I mean, when I, when I was stationed in Europe and when I was stationed in Germany, when the Bundeswehr would come out and train with us, they had the prettiest tracked vehicles I've ever seen in my life because they never went out in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was over there for uh, three years, and I spent 25 months of that in the field. Wow. It's a long time. And I trained with the Bundeswehr once. Wow. So, I mean, we, we would do this thing called the Schutzenfest once a year, and they would just get in there and fire their weapons it was a competition and we were competing to get something called the shoots in ear which is a braid that uh the infantry guys could wear on their uniform if they got one right and uh they would just get up there and pull their weapons up and just fire and just you know just just wash out first because they wanted to go straight to the beer tent wow and wow that's a, a remarkable attitude yeah great story yeah so, I mean, and the Germans were known, you know, up until after World War II, they were known as excellent shots and excellent riflemen. And, you know, they produced some of the finest arms in the world. They still do. But, right. But they were kind of, I guess, we really neutered them after World War II. Something. I don't know. Um, they were when, whenever they would be around a really high. Like I had to train at Bad Tolls one time, and they had some of the uh, the uh, German. We, they I think it was the tenth group or whatever was in Bad Tolls, and that was a training area. But it was also where the tenth Special Forces group was, and um, so when the Germans would come in there and train with them, they would be very subdued fellas. Yeah, they, they they would come out there and they'd be yelling at us, don't be coming in our training area, you'll vanish. And I'd be like, sure, sure, whatever you guys say. I'm over here doing something completely different have to, having to do with communication security. My clearance is just as big as yours. So whatever you guys think. 
But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. They were heroes. I know. I know. But they yeah, the German soldiers were quite. uh, I never saw anything commemorating a German soldier from any war at all in Germany the whole time I was there. It's like it all. We pushed that pretty hard. The whole demilitarization. thing. Yeah. But they they took it a little too far. You know, right now. I agree. Germany. As a country, uh, I I would think that Finland is probably looking at both sides because a lot of Germany is becoming uh, Islam. Not well, a lot of a lot of Europe is becoming Islamic. That's true. So I would think they're. Pro- I don't know what it is like in Finland. I know in Poland they don't allow any of that non- nonsense. I don't know about anywhere else, but uh, there yeah. seems to be an attitude changing as as people see the actual effects of this unregulated mass migration of Islamists into Europe. Right. There seems to be a pushback. Well, and the thing was, we we spent so much money on their defense that they were able to cultivate this gigantic uh, welfare state, and they had to import all of these uh, immigrants into their uh, country because they had more people taking out of the system than they had paying in, so... Yes, you are correct. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's what's happening to Germany right now. I, I think Finland is actually doing something very well thought out. I, I think what they're doing is a, is a, is a smart move, and they you know apparently you know their background is uh, apparently they they're pretty good soldiers. I would have to say because they 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 get the deed done despite their diminutive size, but yeah. We're coming up on the uh, next break, and uh, this article, like I said, this is at this is at Amalan.com. It's the last one that Dean had per, uh, published. It is uh, one of 2,400-plus others. Amaland, of course, the biggest website of its type on the planet. And Dean, being the most prolific writer at Amaland, that would make him the biggest writer of the gun culture on the planet. If you do the math the way I'm doing it, you know, and extend everything out and do the full algebraic equation and, of course, show your work. So that's that's why we bring Dean on here, because Dean is bringing the stuff and he brings the receipts with it, too. That's always good stuff. Always good. So anyway, go check him out at Amalan.com. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively, reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. Operate. At Staccato, we know there's no such thing as a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in the gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. USA News Update. The judge has denied a request from former President Trump's legal team to postpone the enforcement of $355 million in penalties in his civil fraud case. Trump's defense team sought a 30-day delay, citing the need for an orderly post-judgment process. President Biden announced Friday the U.S. is implementing over 500 sanctions against Russia. We in the United States are going to continue to ensure that Putin pays the price for his aggression abroad and repression at home. 
The sanctions are in response to the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Volkswagen is recalling 260,000 cars due to a fire risk. The car manufacturer indicates that compact cars in the U.S. might experience a fuel leak from a pump inside the gas tank. The recall affects Volkswagen Golf, Golf GTI, Golf Sportwagon, Jetta, and Audi A3 models produced between 2015 and 2020. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the mineral doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for life too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the mineral doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Lock and Low talking to Dean Weingarten. Let's go to the Wolves in Wisconsin. Tell me about the Wolves of Wisconsin. Well, I grew up in northern Wisconsin. It's uh, at the time that uh, I was there, it was moderately wild, but we didn't have any wolves. And uh, black bears were fairly exceptional. They were around, but you didn't see them very often. The population was way down. So we didn't worry too much about having to have a firearm uh, when we were out in the woods, although we often did. And my brother still lives up there with his wife, and uh, there's uh, numerous relatives within a few miles. And this is, uh, oh, you know, about 300 miles, uh, well, 275 in a straight line north of Madison to give you some idea. It's only about 60 miles south of Lake Spirit. So my brother will often, almost every day, go out on an exercise walk. He's a few years younger than me, but uh, he's had some health problems. He can't really run anymore. And he likes to go out before sunup. And he will often call me and can talk while he's walking so that we get double duty. You know, gets conversation and exercise at the same time. Well, I got the call on February 8th, and it was at 6.27 in the morning, which is still quite dark. The sun is not up in northern Wisconsin. And uh, his house is in a, you know, it's a rural area. I think the nearest neighbor's. Three or four hundred yards away, quarter mile, please. And the uh, he had a headlamp while he's walking on. First, he has a fairly long driveway, and then there's a, a lane of another 
several couple hundred yards before he gets to a main highway. And he was in this lane, which fairly dense forest and brush on both sides. I mean, it's a lane you can drive on. It used to be a state highway. And he saw that a pack of wood, wolves was watching him from the brush and trees on one side of the lane only about 30 yards away. Actually, under 30 yards, he said. And he called me up. So I get the call before 6.30 in the morning his time that he's confronting a pack of six wolves less than 30 yards away in the dark. Now, he is armed. He has a, a Glock 23 pistol and a spare magazine. But it's dark. If you know anything about how wolves attack, they like to get behind their prey. They don't like to confront them in the front because uh, they're more likely to face weapons from any kind of prey animal. So, and the way that he could see the wolves in the headlight was because their eyes are very reflective. So he could see the eyes well. But through a lot of brush, and they weren't advancing on him, they were just not retreating. So he yelled at them. He even tried some short rushes at them, which ordinarily, for an animal that has respect for humans, will result in them running away. But these wolves were not intimidated, and they were not alarmed. So he was a little concerned when he called me up. He said, well, i got to make another call, drop the call, called his wife. His house is only 200 yards away. So he called his wife and had her come with the vehicle with an 870 12-gauge shotgun. Mm. has a tack light in the forehand and a red dot sight, and it's loaded with buckshot. And then as the vehicle that she was driving approached, the wolves left. It didn't sound like they ran off. They just sort of faded away into the forest. And after he got the 870 in his hand, he said it was a very comforting feeling. Now, this is northern Wisconsin. This is not Alaska. And just a few months ago, uh, during deer season up there, a black wolf had close to within 15 yards of the 15-year-old daughter of a close friend who was hunting deer near my brother's house. And she had uh, heard something, turned around, and here was this wolf, black wolf, within about 15 yards of her, and she had a rifle. And when she turned around with the rifle in her hand, the wolf ran off. And in 2020, that was about 300 yards from where this encounter with the pack happened. And in 2020. Three, excuse me, 2022, he and I were out on his uh, his route to walk for exercise, and we were on the state highway, and here we found a freshly killed, road-killed wolf, and that was in, I believe, the fall of 2022. And that was only 300 yards in the other direction from where he encountered this path. And then he had a game camera on some property of a friend of ours, and he sent me the picture, and there's four wolves in the picture. It's at night, and you see two of them just with the reflective eyes, and the other two are in the flash put out by the game camera, and that was in 2019. So you see that there are a significant number of wolves in this area, and they don't seem to be very afraid of people. Now, they do seem to be a little concerned about vehicles. And I suspect that's because even though they are heavily protected by laws in the state of Wisconsin, those laws uh, do not repeal the laws of physics. So when a wolf runs out in front of a car and gets smacked, it still dies. Right. Um, so I think that's probably why they fear vehicles more than people. Um, and what we see is that people who have to live with wolves 
uh, find that they're not good neighbors. And when they start losing their fear of people, uh, there's an excellent biologist and an expert on wildlife management, Dr. Valerius Geist, who wrote about how wolves transition from being afraid of people to considering people as prey. And this is exactly what happens. They start getting closer to people. They start testing the limits of how close they can get. They see if there's any pushback. You know, they're, they're determining how dangerous people are. And when it gets to the point where they don't run from people, they're well on the track to becoming very dangerous to people. Right. <clears throat> Most of the people who want more and more wolves don't have to live with wolves. They live in urban centers, and they read fables about wolf behavior, such as the Never Cry Wolf by Farley Moa. And Moa made a great living by telling these tall tales, and he claimed they were fact. But as has been documented in many cases, in many ways, he just made them up. Right. They were fiction. The people who were with him when he was supposed to be doing the research says they were fiction. So he made this great living by fraud, by creating an image of wolves that was purely fictional. And that's what people who mythologize wolves as being harmless, it's the kind of thing they rely on. Hold up for me, if you would, right there. Please, sir, we're coming up on the last break. This is Wolves in Northern Wisconsin, a reminder to stay armed. Um, Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm a, I like Farley Mo Watts books. I don't know how, how uh, realistic they are, but I've only read one, and the one I read I liked. But anyway, talking to Dean Weingard, we'll finish this when we get back on the other side. This is Lock and Load. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us and advertise at GCNlive.com. And an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Last time on the firing line. Here we go. Talking to Dean Weingarten, talking about the Wolves. What else we got to do? What, what, tell me more about the Wolves. Well, let's uh, finish up on the Wolves with this. Is that Wisconsin, most of the Wolves are in northern Wisconsin. Right. And there's about a, somewhere more than a thousand of them. Uh, the DNR is kind of cagey about the numbers. Right. And when you consider that in all of Alaska, there's only seven to 10,000 wolves. And we have a 1,000 wolves in just half one state that's way smaller than Alaska. Right. So we've got a significant proportion of wolves in that limited area. And in Alaska, they treat wolves far differently than we do in the lower 48 states. When I was doing research on this article, I looked up to uh, Alaska about hunting wolves, and they said, well, wolves are really hard to hunt. Just when people buy a hunting license, a resident hunting license in Alaska, it allows them to shoot wolves. I think the limit is one a day. And if you get a non-resident hunting license, a permit to shoot a wolf is only $50. That might be slightly dated, but it, it was a few years And so wolves are very cautious around people. And in this um, forum where they were talking about trying to hunt wolves in Alaska, they said, well, it's really hard to hunt them because if they get the least whiff that there's a person route, they just leave the area. They don't even wait to see if they see a person or hear a person. They get just a little bit of wind of a person in the area. They're gone. It says the only time you are able to shoot a wolf in Alaska uh, hunting them is if you just get lucky and they wander into your field of view and they're close enough to get a shot at. Now, that shows you the tremendous difference of attitudes of wolves where they're actively hunted versus where they're actively protected. And so I think uh, the people in northern Wisconsin overwhelmingly want there to be an active hunting season on wolves. But people in southern Wisconsin, in the big cities, backed up by active, uh, you know, activist wolf organizations that don't have to live with wolves, they want more and more and more wolves. When wolves were first uh, being considered as protected in Wisconsin, the people of Wisconsin were promised 350 wolves is all we want. Now there's over three times that number, probably over four times that number, and the DNR is singing a different tune. Well, we want more wolves. Wolves are good. We love wolves. We don't know exactly how many we want. 
when we get there, we'll know it. So it's a cautionary tale to people in other states where the states might be considering importing wolves, as they recently just did in Colorado. So that's all I've got to say on the wolves. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I did end up with the article by saying that I heed Thomas Jefferson's advice on exercise of carrying a gun with me when I go out. And uh, Jefferson said, I advise the gun. While this gives moderate exercise to the body, it gives boldness, enterprise, and independence to the mind. Games played with the ball and others of that nature are too violent for the body and stamp no character on the mind. Let your gun, therefore, be the constant companion of your walks. I like it. I think Thomas was a brilliant guy. That's one of his better pieces of advice. Right. So let's go to uh, let's go real quick to Lake City before we run out of time. What have you found out about what's going on with Lake City? Well, Lake City is an iconic firearms manufacturing facility. It produces a huge amount, most of the small arms ammunition for the United States military at Lake City. But that isn't enough to keep it running all the time. And since you have a highly skilled workforce. In order to reduce the cost to the government when they're not producing ammunition runs for the military, they do runs of ammunition to sell to regular citizens. And it's so odd because everybody in the firearms community has known this for almost forever. And Lake City Ammunition has a wonderful reputation of being accurate and reliable. But some people who don't like guns found out that Lake City doesn't produce ammunition just for the military. They actually produce ammunition to be sold to citizens, too. And occasionally, some of that ammunition has been used in crimes. Oh, the horror. Oh, no. Yeah. So what they're, they've petitioned... There were, I think, um, 13 states that petitioned, uh, it was 18 states, that or 17 and the District of Columbia. Let me see, I have to look at that. They petitioned President Biden to put a moratorium on Lake City selling ammunition to uh, citizens, which is just crazy. But in response, the attorney generals of 28 states uh, sent a letter saying, don't do it. The uh, sale of ammunition to, to ordinary citizens increases our readiness and increases our defensive capability. It's stupid to try to shut down Lake City selling to ammunition to citizens. Because it's positive for the country. And this showcases the two different philosophies of government. You have the progressive philosophy of government, which is government is good, more government the better. The government should be telling all the citizens what to do all the time about how they should act and live and, and what they should own. And then you have the limited governor, government philosophy or a natural law philosophy, which is what the Constitution was based on. And the limited government philosophy is that rights are natural in, and inherent in human nature, that government is a dangerous ent- entity that has to be limited to prevent it from uh preying upon its own citizens, and so we have the structure of the Constitution to limit government power and to prevent it from uh, abusing its own citizens. You can't have two more stark differences about the purposes of government, and we are seeing this played out on a larger scenario over the entire country. The Biden administration is a classic example of progressive government. 
we're going to do everything for you and to you and about you to make sure things happen the way we want them to. And just uh, incidentally, we're going to get rich in the process because we are the good guys in their own minds. Whereas the Trump administration was, we want the country to prosper. We're going to get out of your way, and we're going to make sure that America is safe from its enemies, foreign and domestic. And we will respect the Constitution. So those are the two visions that are at odds in the United States. Either government is here to tell you what to do and control you, or government is here to protect you and protect your rights. Those are the two variations we're seeing. So, as we get ready to uh, run out of time, we uh, I've decided to change my carry caliber to 10 millimeter. We had a drugged out guy. Where I uh, where I buy my vinyl, he did a mass stabbing this past weekend in my town here. So, going to change a little bit, get something a little more. Uh, still going to train with a nine millimeter. Well, ten millimeter is very capable cartridge. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. No, nobody. I, uh, nobody seems to be uh, giving me any static over that. I'm very pleased about that because some people, you know, they would have gotten out there and giving me some stuff but listen maybe we'll talk about that again on uh, next week and thank you very much for taking the time to join me today it's always a pleasure bill glad i could show up yes sir i appreciate it back on monday and between now and then remember this it has never been about gun control not once not ever it has been and it's always going to be about total control This has been Lock and Load. Tactical Innovations is the ultimate one-stop shop for all your competition, law enforcement, and military needs. Home of the weapons of wit. Now featuring the new Pit Viper, Terran is the one who trained the one. And he is Hollywood's go-to for taking the weapons and training to the next level. His legacy of championship wins spanning across decades is due to his uncompromising dedication to perfection. These innovations are now offered to you at TerranTactical.com. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream for the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.